Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Um, I think it's important, based on something that happened to me yesterday, and it's kind of like when when you hang out with people on a usual basis that are financially independent they have high financial IQs and they're really squared away. When you hang out with a group of people that are not, it's almost shocking. And that particular incident happened to me. And the one thing I want to make sure as I address this, these are bright, fun, intelligent people with no grasp of finance or um, financial IQ. I mean, it was just shocking some of the stuff that I heard. And I'm like, that is why you're not in the financial position you want to be in. And these beliefs that the poor and the middle class share, they share them arrogantly among each other with the attitude that they're right. And it's it's so funny to me how people don't look at results to evaluate whether they're right or not. They just think this is right. This is the right thing to do. Are you getting the results you want from that? No, I'm not, but I know it's the right thing to do. I don't think people even are aware that that is a form of arrogance. It, it's probably a form of stupidity as well. And let me make sure that when I say that, I point the finger back at myself. I do stupid stuff all the time. Everybody does. Anybody who says they don't do stupid stuff, you're probably not even trying at life. You know, everybody does stupid stuff once in a while. Um, so again, here's a group of bright, fun, funny, which is a sign of intelligence, good sense of humor, um, people, and there was a situation where we were talking about advertising, and I said, yeah, to be a vendor at my company, you pay anywhere from 500 all the way to $1,000 a month. She went, that's a lot. Do you realize she had absolutely no information whatsoever with which to make that assessment? I remember stumbling over my answer because I was just so shocked that someone would make that statement without understanding um, return on investment. ROI. 
But I realized if I had said ROI, this individual would have had no idea what I was talking about. And the poor in the middle class wonder why they stay poor in middle class. The people that pay me $1,000 a month to be in my vendor program probably make between four and $20,000 a month off of that $1,000 advertising investment. Then, how are you going to grow your company if you don't advertise? Who thinks like that? My company's going to grow. What are you doing to advertise? Nothing. Your company is not going to grow. I, I live off word of mouth. How long have you been doing that? 15 years. You in the financial position you want to be in? No. Stop doing that. You got to advertise. If your company is going to grow, you have to let people know you're there. I don't care what the product is. It could be life-changing. A cure for a disease. If you don't tell anybody, advertise, how much of that would you sell? None. It just was so shocking to just be reminded that the poor and the middle class are passing on poor and middle class beliefs, keeping them poor and middle class, and they're arrogant about it. I'm right. I know what I'm talking about. And it comes down to this. Humbleness is the key to growth. Look at results. Is what you're doing giving you the results that you want? If it's not, stop doing that. But there's a huge challenge among the poor and middle class. They can't stop because their financial education is so limited, they don't know anything else to do. One person didn't brag about not reading but just kind of, oh, I don't read. I, I do not read. I'm just not a reader. <laughs> it's like, and this is somebody I have a deep respect for, highly intelligent. Do you not realize if you're not reading nonfiction books, you're getting dumber every year because you're forgetting stuff you knew when you were younger because your memory goes as you get older. By the time you're 60, you're a moron if you don't read. And then if you're not in the financial position you want to be in and you're not reading, how do you think you're going to learn to change that? You think by osmosis? You think one of the 5,000 gods is going to come down and anoint you with the information? It's not going to happen. So, when I give the sales pitch of having a group of friends that are successful, and no, I'm not telling you to ditch your old friends. I still love and care about every person I was with. Um, 
Every one of them is a wonderful person. Um, and like I said, bright, intelligent, funny. But their financial IQ is so low that they made that comment about the price of advertising without even knowing the ROI. That'd be like driving by a house and going, hey, that one's worth $300,000. Meanwhile, every other house in the neighborhood sold for five hundred. dollars No, the thing's worth five hundred. dollars You didn't have enough information to make that decision. All right, we'll talk more after the break. We're going to address fear today because I got a request for that. Um, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about um, really having, you really need a set of successful friends if you're going to be successful. You know, Rockefeller said it over 100 years ago. He said, if you're broke, save your pennies, buy one nice suit, save your pennies, and go to the most expensive restaurant in town once a month and mingle with those people. He said, that's the key to getting rich. And people just don't accept that that is how you do it. You've got to start thinking and acting like a millionaire before you can ever become a millionaire. A lot of people think, as soon as I'm a millionaire, I'll do this. As soon as I'm a millionaire, I'll act like that. Nope, not how it works. you got to start thinking and acting like a millionaire to become a millionaire. And the only way to do that is to hang out with millionaires, people who are successful, people who are financially independent, to see how they think, how they work, you know, and it can all be done with classes. We do that at Total Wealth Academy. You don't have to be physically there, but you've got to be listening to, studying successful people in order to become successful. You know, I talk to people Going back to reading, I talk to people, you know, they're, they're, they're having trouble with relationships and they've gone through three or four, as they put it, crazy girls. Well, the first point is this. You only attract people as crazy as you are. If you date one crazy girl or guy, okay, that's them. You date two, that's you. You're attracting crazy people because you're crazy. You're the problem. And that's why those people are attracted to you and you're attracted to them. So if you're having trouble with relationships, and I, I ask this of people who complain, I go, well, are you reading any books on relationships? Nah, I don't like to read. I don't know where people get the idea that they're going to get information without doing something. 
And then the other strategy that that implies is the trial and error method. Oh, I'll just keep trying. I'll try new things with the next girl. When that fails, I'll try something different with the next girl. When that fails, I'll try something different with the next girl. Why don't you read a book? Become a better person. And maybe the next one will be the last one that you need to meet. And this goes for fitness, children, uh, marriage, building wealth, everything. There's books out there on everything. And if you're not reading, don't forget you're getting dumber every year. And you're boring. You're boring. Because you're the same person they knew five years earlier. If you don't read nonfiction books, you are the same person you were five years earlier. You're now boring everyone around you. Because you haven't learned anything new. You're the same, same old jokes, same old stupid stuff. Boring. You ever seen a person that can literally zap the energy in a room the minute they walk in? We call them energy vampires. That's the type of person I'm talking about. Doesn't read. You've known them for five years. They're the exact same person they were five years ago. No changes, no growth. They're boring. So, all this ranting is really make sure that you're involved with successful people. Don't ditch your old friends. Don't stop loving them and caring about them. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's you need some people on your team that are successful so that you can get new ideas and grow and become successful yourself. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is, and what I want to focus probably in the next two, the rest of the segment, and then we'll get in question and answer in the fourth segment. So this segment and the next segment is to talk about fear because it is it destroys your life. And the evidence of fear, a lot of people say, I'm not afraid. And then they'll list excuses. I'll say, you're afraid of real estate investing. No, I'm not. Not at all. I just don't want to lose money. I don't want to deal with tenants. I don't want to deal with toilets, taxes. Excuses are based off of your fears. You're afraid of losing money. You're afraid you'll have to clean toilets. You're afraid tenants will bug you. It's all fear. And until you can admit that, if you lie to yourself and go, I'm not afraid, you'll never grow. Why would you grow? You're not afraid. You got it under control. You got, you're set. Why bother improving yourself? Why bother growing? You're perfect. You're not afraid. No, you are afraid or you'd be doing it. You'd be doing it. Fear, my favorite acronym for fear comes from Zig Ziglar, who I think picked it up from Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, Jim Rohn. Fear is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Now there's a caveat. When 
It's something someone else has done successfully. It's kind of like a little kid. There's this gigantic, you know, three-story slide, and the kid is scared to death. Yet kid after kid after kid after kid goes down the slide safely, has fun, yells, screams, gets back on, and goes down again. But this one kid is scared to death. Do you see they have false evidence appearing real. They think they're going to get hurt if they do it, even though they're witnessing dozens, if not hundreds of other kids doing it successfully. How does this relate to real estate? If you have this thought in your mind that you can't be a successful real estate investor, when it's being done by literally millions and millions of people across the United States? Make sense? False evidence appearing real. Now, let's talk about jumping out of an airplane without a parachute at 35,000 feet. That's not a good idea. You should be afraid of that because to my knowledge, no one has ever done that successfully. I know a, a few people have survived it, but they were not the same afterwards. Um, when you recognize that the first step, again, is to admit you're afraid. You're afraid, admit it. Then step up. Start looking at the beliefs, the false evidence, that make you think that you can't do it. Such as, one of the big, one of the most common is, I don't have any money. Meanwhile, you got $150,000, $200,000 sitting in an IRA or 401k. Did you not know that you could use that to invest in real estate? You don't have to have it in the stock market. Didn't know that, did you? See how ignorance produces false evidence? A low financial IQ. I didn't know I could use my IRA or 401k to invest in real estate. Low financial IQ causes fear. Wow. I've kind of laid out what I was going to save till the uh, end of the next segment. Bottom line is this. The cure for fear is education. It's that simple. Everything that you're afraid of that other people are doing successfully is solved through education. If you look at us at Total Wealth Academy, on Saturday, in my Saturday class, what am I doing for eight hours? Educating people past their fears. The fear that Tenants call you all the time. I've had like maybe three phone calls after five o'clock in the afternoon in 30 years. They're afraid of toilets. I've never had a phone call about a clogged toilet. Taxes, insurance. Never once has an increase in taxes or insurance destroyed one of my real estate deals. See, all those are excuses 
and excuses generally expose your ignorance. Meaning when a person comes up to me and goes, oh, I, you're in real estate? That's rough, man. I'm like, what? what? What are you talking about? I'll give you an example. I was at a charity event and I happened to be at a table of attorneys because there were no other real estate investors there. So they kind of just plopped me wherever. And I ended up at a table with about, uh, there were 12 seats. So 11, oh, plus spouses. So about five different attorneys. And I didn't know any of them. And I was a little nervous. So I sat quietly. And they all complained about their jobs. Every single one of them traveling too much, don't get to see their kids, um, the stress of the big cases. And these guys were doing giant cases. We're talking hundreds of million dollar cases. And the conversation turned to me and they go, well, what do you do? I go, oh, I'm a real estate investor. All five of them went, boy, we're glad we're not in that. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not complaining about my life. You are. We'll talk more about that incident when we come back from the break. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. Please don't worry about the ups and downs. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You will get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about an incident where I was sitting there with five attorneys and their wives, and they're complaining about literally everything about their jobs. Um, They didn't complain about how much money they were making, though. So I think they were making good money on those big cases. But even with the giant paychecks, they were still miserable. And they were talking, again, about traveling too much, being away from the family, not being able to be there for their kids' events, all this stuff. Now, here I am sitting there. I complained about nothing. I'm working maybe, you know, 10 hours a month, and I never leave my family. I don't travel for work. My life, as corny as this sounds, was perfect, yet in their brains, intelligent people who have passed the bar, these are not dummies, they believed that real estate was tough, tougher than being an attorney. Now, I was dumbfounded at the ignorance, but I want you to think about that. All right, we've got a caller, Mary, on the line. Let's go take her call. If you've got a question for me, I'll go ahead and open the phone lines at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Mary, thank you so much for calling in today. How are you? 
fine. And you? Good. How can I help? Okay, I have a question. I'm very new and thinking about getting into this. What is it? What do you do when a tenant first applies? They say they want your your unit. They put the application in. And what do you do for the like the criminal and credit check? Do you go through like an online service? Yeah. Do they we do use, everything all at once? Yeah, it's called tenanttracker.com. Tenanttracker.com. It's about 30 bucks. It's I think it's still less than 30 bucks. And that's a criminal and credit report. All in one report. Make sure you're collecting okay. 35 or 40 dollars from each person 18 or older that's going to be in that unit. So if you've got two adults and an 18-year-old, you've got to run credit and criminal on all three. So collect $35 for three people. Okay, great. I think you answered my question. Thank you so much. I'm just wondering if people were still doing manual checks or is it going through something online? Or, but thank yeah, you so you'll much. love Tenant Tracker. Thank you, Mary. You have a good day. Okay, phone lines are open 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. So we're back to dealing with fear, and I want to make sure that I give you a tool to help you get past fear. I've kind of already alluded to it. I've even said it. The key is education. See, there's a poor and middle class phrase out there that if it sounds too good to be true, then it must be. The wealthy look at it this way, slightly different. If it sounds too good to be true, do your research. If it turns out to be true, move forward. If it turns out not to be true, move away. See, people are like, Oh, that, that sounds too good to be true. And they just drop it. That is, again, driving through a neighborhood and saying that house is worth 300 when the comps say it's worth 500 You want the comps. You want to do your research. You want to educate. And what you want to do is, again, first is admit you're afraid. To find out what your fears are, look at your excuses. Your excuses are always related to your fears. Oh, it's not the right time. Bull, there's never a right time. You have to start wherever you're at. So that's an excuse. What are you saying it's the wrong time for? That's what you're afraid of. So look at your series of excuses, and we've all got them. Follow that path and you'll find your fears. Once you admit them and you recognize them, then just start doing your research. If you're afraid of real estate investing, you think it's risky, even though everybody admits, everybody admits it's not as risky as the stock market. I don't know, even um, stock dorks admits and they're all stocks. That's all they do. They openly admit that real estate is safer and more effective, which makes no sense to me. Seems like they should instantly change their name to real estate dorks <laughs> since they admit it's more effective. Kind of strange. Great people, though. 
I ain't making fun of them, I'll tell you that. Um, so there, there it is. And every fear that I've ever had, sometimes I just powered through it. I'll admit that. There are some things like when I asked my wife out for the first time. I was, you know, fear actually motivated me to do it because while I was afraid of asking her out, I was more afraid of not asking her out and somebody else beating me to the punch. That scared me to death. So so I pushed through it and went straight up to her. You want to go to lunch? And fortunately for me, she said yes. So there's certain times and certain things where you can use brute force to overcome fear. But when it comes to investing, I suggest don't do that. Don't just come barreling into Total Wealth Academy blindly saying, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm ready to invest in real estate. Be prepared to educate yourself. Take your time, study, and look at the risks, look at the benefits, weigh those, and then move forward past your fears. So again, step one, admit you're afraid. I know it can be hard. You know, the ego doesn't want to admit it's afraid. You don't care, but your ego does. It doesn't want to say I'm afraid. You don't care. Your mind doesn't care. Then once you have admitted to it, start looking at the excuses for why you're not in the financial position you want to be in. What are those BS excuses? Follow that path and it will lead you to your fears. Once you know what they are, then go get educated past that fear. Again, we're still talking about something that other people are doing successfully, not jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. If people are doing it successfully around you, then your fear is unnatural. It's ridiculous. If somebody else is doing it successfully, you can do it successfully. All you have to do is imitate them. It's really that simple. So admit those fears. Follow your excuses to find more of them. Once you find them, start eliminating them with education. Read, listen to books, go to seminars, join clubs, whatever it takes, get it done and overcome those fears. Otherwise, fears lead to regret. And regret weighs tons compared to the few hundred pounds that discipline weighs, the discipline of going and educating yourself. A lot easier to go educate yourself and get out of life what you want than it is to live with regret for the last 20 years of your life, which many of you are in an age where you're already feeling it. You know, you're 60, 65, and you're going, oof, maybe I should have started this at 45. Now, the funny thing is, you know what the 45-year-olds are saying? 
Maybe I should have started this at 25, <laughs> which is great, but don't beat yourself up. I want to be very careful here. I don't want people in their 60s, 70s. I have one guy, 81, who is killing it. He's got over 20 rent houses, which the income from those pays his entire lifestyle. He's investing passively in apartment complexes to build even more wealth and a bigger legacy for his children and grandchildren. So it's never too late. But it just seems to me, based off of my interviews over the last 30 years with people in their 60s and 70s, they, that's when you start really feeling regret. I guess it's the age, it's the number that you start going, oh, man, I'm already 60. Oh, man, I'm already 70. Seems like just yesterday I was graduating high school. And you start to say, man, I should have tried harder. I should have done more. And then the worst one is um, that Vietnam vet that told me that he never tried financially because he was too scared. And now he's 84. He doesn't even know what he was scared of. Doesn't even know. He had all these excuses, all these fears. And now looking back, he goes, all of it was bogus. They weren't even real fears. I don't even know what I was afraid of. But boy, is he living with regret. And it's painful. It's really painful. All right, phone lines are open. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or feel free to email me. Any question you want. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking, we've been talking about fear, and the first email question I got from an anonymous listener is, um, what's your biggest fear? That's a tough one for me, because using these tactics that I just shared with you, my fear level is very low on just about everything. Um, if you know wow I'm not sure this is a fear um, but the thing that I most want to avoid which probably means it is a fear is losing my health being old and decrepit that's probably yeah, that, that would be my biggest fear. If you're talking about a financial fear, 
I don't really have any financial fears. Um, I feel like I can go into any market, any city, anywhere, at any time, and make or lose money. You know, I just feel like with the education that I've given myself and others have helped me with, I don't really worry. You know, if I lost everything today, I would just start over. And I know that in a few years, I'd be in a great position again. So I'm sorry I can't really answer this with a specific one. I think my biggest fear is, you know, getting lazy, not exercising, and turning into a decrepit old man. Um, and since that's my decision, if I don't exercise and do lose all my muscle, um, that's my choice. So I can control it. So I do work out, and I hope I continue to work out consistently so that that never happens. All right, thanks for the question. Sorry I couldn't give you a more definitive financial answer. Um, this next question, oh, let me give the phone out. It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, uh, Jeremy, insurance coverage for small commercial multifamily. So I'm assuming this is 20 or 30 units and not a duplex, triplex, or fourplex. If I Let me answer for both. If you're talking about four units or below, really, we have multiple vendors at Total Wealth Academy that can handle that. It's not that difficult to find. And if anybody acts like it is, ditch them and go find a legitimate insurance person because it is not hard to insure those things. When it comes to five units and up, you know, 20, 30, 40 unit, we also have insurance vendors that specialize in that as well. And don't let anybody tell you it's hard to get. It is, just hang up and keep calling. I guess if people think that calling five different insurance companies is hard, um, yeah, it's hard to get insurance. Took me five phone calls. So, yeah, we've got the people that can handle it. Um, on your, if it's four units or below, make sure that you've got $300,000 liability insurance per unit, per unit and keep a $1 million umbrella policy. You may, may even want $2 million. Depends on what you've got at risk, Jeremy. $2 million umbrella policy. When it comes to the apartments, you may go way above that. We would have to look at the apartment complex to determine what type of liability insurance you have. But remember, all apartment complexes are bought in an LLC. And based off of what I've learned recently, you can use an LLC to shelter, to protect your single family as well, 
even with the due on sale clause. It's very low risk to put them in an LLC, whereas I'd always been told that it was high risk. So use an LLC, make sure you have tons of insurance, but remember, Jeremy, your best defense for liability is not your insurance, it's not an LLC, it's your management style, Jeremy. Take care of those that property, love and take care of your tenants, make sure that property is always perfect and safe, and you're not going to get sued. It's when landlords make mistakes that they get sued. You know, I love the stories, oh, it wasn't my fault, I just got sued. It was your fault. They told you that the sidewalk was cracked and you didn't fix it. Kid comes by on his skateboard, trips and falls, busts his knee, $100,000 surgery. That's your fault. You knew it was broken and you didn't fix it. So it's not like they try to scare you that you get these lawsuits out of nowhere. Almost always, it's the fault of the landlord doing something cheap, doing a cheap repair, an ineffective repair, or no repair at all. All right, Jeremy, hope that helps. Um, I'm not even sure. Yeah, just fire me an email if I didn't answer your question correctly because the second paragraph kind of confused me, but I think you were talking about liability insurance and how to protect yourself. So I hope that helps, Jeremy. All right, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Um, Alan, where to find cabinets? Uh, this is a tough one, Alan, because I would need to know the class of property. If you're C-class, you're going to put in different cabinets than B and A. Um, where we find cabinets is all over the place. There are some custom cabinet makers that can go in and build for about the same as buying the pre, pre-mades um, by the time you add finishes and things like that. Uh, so it's really all over the place, Alan. What I'm going to do is email you after the radio show to get a little more information and then I can give you a lead that will take you to what you need. Thanks, Alan. Okay, let's go to the next one. Phone lines are open, 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Okay, Karen, you got a fridge breakdown and the tenants want you to replace their food. Okay, there's two mistakes here. One, you don't have, I can tell you right now, I know this is true, you don't have a $250 deductible on any repairs in your lease. So you did that incorrectly. The second thing is, you don't provide refrigerators in single-family houses. So you made two beginner mistakes. I would pay for their food, move on down the road, because you made the mistakes. I mean, it couldn't be more than $100 worth of groceries, um, maybe 150 Just write them a check, get them off your back, and move on down the road. But just make sure in your next leases that you have a $250 repair deductible on 
everything except for AC and hot water heater. Those you're 100% responsible for. And that you don't provide a refrigerator in the future. One of the things that I did was if there if I bought a house and there was a nice refrigerator in it, I gave it to the first tenant. The first tenant that moved in, they would move in and I'd go, congratulations, thank you so much, this is your refrigerator. If it breaks down, whose responsibility is it? Theirs. Because I gave it to them. So, and then when they move, they take it, it's gone. So, Karen, you made a couple of mistakes, write them a check, but you may want to think about saying, now that we've repaired the refrigerator, it's yours. Congratulations. And then when you renew that lease, make sure you have a $250 per incident deductible. Okay. Phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. This is Greg, and he's got small multifamily Duplex, okay. Duplex. Ooh, this deal doesn't cash flow. Greg, do not do the deal. I see what your problem is. Your money's sitting in a savings account and not working for you. But it's better to let it sit than it is to do a bad deal. Don't ever buy anything without positive cash flow, Greg. You're doing the right things. I can tell from your email you're very intelligent, you know what you're doing, you're absolutely right, this thing is negative cash flow, do not buy it. Okay, thanks everybody for listening, have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.